and welcome back to Reaction Cast. It's your host Jesus, aka Tyrant Dominus, here to give you another movie review. This time around, we're going to be talking about the third My Hero Academia movie, World Heroes Mission. So, this is the third film from this franchise, and there's been a lot of talks about if it's canon or not. I'm I, at the moment, I don't really care too much about that it would be cool if it is um but it's always been a note to say that a lot of a lot of anime films uh prior have always been these um these kind of one-off stories uh more so like the dragon ball z movies those have always just been these one-offs never really a canon story uh, lately they have become and more so these past couple years a lot of a lot of shows have been doing like these movie in-betweens like uh, Demon Slayer recently did one I did a review for that one um, uh, Tanya of Evil also did one I reviewed that one as well um, but the way I've always seen at least the My Hero Academia films have always been these just like other just one-off stories that are really like intense and great and they don't really need to rely too much on canon kind of like some of the naruto films um yeah like they, they they're like they're fun cool stories set in the universe but they're they're not really like okay you need to watch this movie to understand what the heck's happening in the show you know it's one of those things so because because the story, the, the simple premise, I'm, I'll get into a little bit spoilers in the spoiler sections because this one I really want to talk spoilers a little bit. But non-spoiler wise, the way I want to say this film, basically the, the plot of this film for World's Heroes Mission is um, the the students of, not the students, actually some the ones, this is taking place like right at where everyone's doing like their internship stuff. Um, there's this world heroes organization at the moment trying to stop uh, this like like terrorist group known as Human Rise. It's a group that believe in the singularity theory, where uh, just because people have these quirks, eventually, after basically everyone mixing and matching, people will just go wild with their abilities and just go crazy um and this group's like just treating quarks as a disease which is interesting i kind of see okay okay this is a very interesting villain uh group of villains and i'm i'll i'm there's not super I, when i say spoilers like i usually try to stick to the first five minutes like i'll talk about because for sure the first five minutes of the film showcases how critical the these this show in particular the series can become volatile because this is a world of heroes and villains right so sometimes in, in you see it in in the series itself and the other movies like a lot of stuff happens like crazy stuff happens but this film in particular took the first five minutes and just told you like this is what's gonna happen like these people like released a bomb that made people's quirks go ballistic and kills them off and an entire city literally 
kind of gets nuked in a sense, like a uh, Joker gas nuked. And it was violent, it was visually scary, it was amazing. Because it really puts your perspective like why these all these heroes from around the world are trying to stop this terrorist group. And for sure that hit hard. Uh, just to show you like yeah this is gonna get crazy like this is this is why you need to stop these people and like okay I'm in you know I am 100% in and so the story mainly uh, follows uh, you know your 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 protagonist Deku um, with Kachan uh, uh, oh god I literally just watched the film uh, Bakugo uh, uh, Todoroki <clears throat> uh, it kind of follows these guys plus a new character that's added to the to the mix it's like uh his name is Ru Rudy Soul um he's like the the movie character that is introduced for this film uh, I'm glad they, they gave us they gave us this like one little booklet that came with the movie ticket and I kind of actually like it I'm kind of using it as a reference instead of looking it up on Wikipedia uh, I have Wikipedia up just in case just to, but this little book looks kind of cool. It gives you a lot of information uh, But that's besides the point. Let's talk about this film so the, the you know the basic the premise is Deku and the rest of the heroes around the world are trying to go after this terrorist group that they have no idea where they are They've announced that they're gonna blow up these bombs in all major cities across the world and they have to find it and stop it and along the way Deku gets accused of some crime and he's forced to do some other things with a side character that is Rudy or the second character um, that kind of you know has to kind of justify like this is what's happening which they do a good job uh, kind of integrating Rudy into the story and kind of giving a little bit of backstory they they usually do a decent job when introducing quote a new character for film's sake uh and i you really felt for rudy for sure and his character like okay this is why he's important um and they did a good job with his character here um but the plot of this story for the most part flowed really well uh there was a few times i felt like why are certain like groups doing certain things but it, it, it's explained within the right amount of time and right reason like okay wow that's crazy that makes sense um plot wise the, the entire plot from beginning to end like the premise is good intense simple easy uh nothing too convoluted uh you and it's like great plot like the audio quality, fantastic. For sure, this is a film that needs to be seen on the big screen for sure. I am so glad I did because Act 3, like all the battle scenes in this film are for sure some of the top quality scenes. Usually, like, I kind of gave gripe to uh, the second um, uh, My Hero Academia scene for their final act because it kind of had this weird, like, the, the audio they chose for that was kind of like somber and soft to kind of this like epic like like soundtrack towards the final act and it like it, it works it works a lot better in this in world um in world's heroes mission um there is like a, a small like like song transition in the middle which worked really well it's your clash and montage it works it didn't didn't drive away from the story 
um, like really well placed and it kind of expanded this tale a little bit longer uh, and it didn't hurt the film at all um, and um, what's what's good about the film as well is like you are following you know your main characters of Deku uh, Bakugo and Todoroki and some of the other heroes but you also get to see some other heroes from around the world from Egypt uh, France, uh, the United States, all these like fun villain uh, heroes, and you get little snippets, not not too much, but it just gives you that taste of like, ooh, I wonder what they do. Uh, look, if you were lucky enough to go see it in films, or you have a chance, and they give you the booklet, it's really good information. I got once I peeked into, it, I got to learn more about some specific characters that you know you only get a few moments because you get some of the other uh, heroes from from Japan and stuff. Uh, the ones you like know and love and they do get some screen time uh, but just enough where they're not over saturated and just enough to like satisfy uh, the, what I would say satisfies the kind of what you need from from them for those situations um, but for sure this 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 film worked really well for what it did it's just showcasing uh, a major terrorist group literally out to murder millions and you know what it's it's a fantastic like like well reasonably well story great finale you wonder how it's gonna do great battle scenes um uh the one negative will be some battle scenes are like over like over like blown sometimes where it's just like you don't know what's happening on screen and sometimes that can be fine but there's a few there's like one or two scene, battle scenes that are like you just can't tell what's happening i'm like yeah whatever it's, it's it'll be passing by soon that's kind of really one of my few negatives um but besides that you know the rest is great um uh and j just kind of the 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 weight that this film had just because it's, there's been talk if this is canon or not but i you know it doesn't matter to me because this is a really just good story to tell like in this world like things like this happen because people have the ability to do it like you just never know what's possible um and they kind of rehash not rehash but reintroduce because it's been said um in the main series about the singularity theory and all that stuff but having a movie built around a group that seems like this group has been around for some time because it's like some weird religious cult like thing um to like build up this group to be something to the point where the public was like yeah yeah um there's a lot a lot of things i want to say that's gonna be in the spoiler section so i'm gonna leave it here um so i'm gonna give this film a solid 9 out of 10. uh amazing film highly recommend you if you enjoy my hero academia you haven't been caught up uh with i would say at least up to season four like if you're somewhere like just about to start season five this is a good start like this film you like that gives you just enough um if you haven't seen any of the films it doesn't really matter you just you just go in there for some great action-packed stuff um and for the most part yeah if you just want some fun action like anime battle fights and a reasonably interesting story 
it works well you know sometimes you don't really have to understand anything like this is this is a film like yeah you don't have to explain too much it's like you, they kind of do a reasonable explanation like quirks are abilities and stuff like yeah you don't have to be a my hero academia it helps I, I won't deny that it helps a lot but you don't have to be to kind of explain certain things uh but yeah it's it's so such a great film such an amazing film i highly recommend you watch it uh if you're thinking about it and for sure if you have the ability around you catch it in theater because man that final act is so fantastic and i can understand why people are wondering if it's canon or not uh, but i'll get to that in spoilers um but yeah so and uh, so I'll kind of sign out here for anyone who's going to listen to spoilers. Just wait a few minutes. But yeah, uh, let me know what you guys thought about the film. Uh, like I said, you can always follow me on Instagram and Twitter uh, at Tyrant Dominus or also on TikTok at Tyrant Dominus. If you're watching this on YouTube, leave a comment down below. Um, but yeah, so if you're going to stay, just stay a few seconds and the, the, the next thing will transition. But if you're going to stop and wait and go catch the movie and come back, that's cool too. But for those who are doing that, thanks again for listening. Until next time, see ya. So, you decided to come into the spoiler section. Um, the after credits. So... Um, welcome to the after credits. Uh, we're going to talk spoilers and all the like here. Like I said, this booklet helps a lot to kind of go over some details of this thing. So I'm going to kind of go through this book a little bit. Um, nothing really crazy. It was just a great thing I was surprised I got when we, when I went to, to the film. Because it gave you just basic like elements. I'm kind of glad I didn't read it during the movie because it does give you some slight spoilers. So I'm kind of glad because there's certain, like they introduce a couple new individuals, uh, villains and stuff, and their powers. And I, I like when it comes to My Hero Academia when they're fighting new villains or they're introducing new heroes or just characters who have quirks. I always like being surprised by them and then kind of like seeing what they do with them. So I was glad I didn't get to a chance to read the little booklet that came with the. Um, with the, the watching the film but going into kind of some spoilers so i'm going to kind of go a little bit beat by beat besides a couple things um just because it's easier for me to remember this film so it kind of starts like i said like i said in the, in the in the review it's like starts off like with a lot of murder <laughs> like a lot of murder and um like i said that really solidifies that these people are no good and the leader uh what the heck was the leader's name again uh, there he is. His name was Fleck Turn, um, and his his ability when you finally learn it uh, towards the end, where he can reflect anything, like he has a quirk for a guy who's like wants to murder everything, and his 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 I don't know his his overall like like reason for like killing everyone who has quirks or is believing in this singularity is because he reflected or turned away everything his family uh like his parents never held him um the kids at school didn't like him his 
love didn't like him and the world just turned against him or reflected off him and kind of that's the villains thing um whether you say that's a good basis or not um you just never know really what the situation was for him so i'm gonna just give him the benefit a benefit of the doubt that something had to happen because this guy became like a very very influential influential leader that he was that he was able to gather and kidnap a bunch of people to make this bomb that kind of this trigger bomb um and this is kind of where we're getting our new character rudy soul because we learned that rudy is like your rough like your everyday rough delinquent and you kind of you thought like oh he's just a person who <laughs> is part of the uh, the slums and we'll get to see that he's gonna get out of there somehow or not but it turns out that no his his father well originally he thought his father ran away because he joined the human rise group but it turns out that he was actually kidnapped because he was being threatened and like okay that gives Rudy's character a little bit more depth to it like okay and uh rudy's soul i mean rudy's uh quirk in, in itself was a surprise because this one doesn't get revealed until like literally the end of the film and and if i read the book like i would have like said oh that makes sense but it actually is really fun and makes me want to go see the film again because rudy's uh rudy's uh, quirk is basically um it's called soul and there's a there's like this really fun little companion and i thought uh the name of the little bird is pino and i thought pino was gonna be like this other character whose quirk is they turn into a bird or something like that uh because you get introduced to souls like siblings uh they're his little brother and sister slightly and I thought uh, Pino was going to be another like character that we're going to like, oh yeah, they're going to transform back into their human form or something. I don't know, you know, right? Or is that's their, that's what happened to them when their quirk manifested or something. But no, like Pino is actually his quirk. It's a manifestation of his like true personality of what he's like, what he's thinking and what he's feeling. And it really puts into perspective a lot because Pino, when you see when you see the little bird doing stuff and like it's really interesting quirk and it and it begs to differ a lot of the things that are said and done when you take that into context and and if you haven't seen the film yet and you're seeing that like pay attention to pino there's a lot there's a lot that's happening that goes against because sometimes it's one of those things it's literally he has his inner voice outside of him and it's really fun to see that and uh it like i said it does change a lot of what uh, a lot of the story elements that you would think like what, what why is this happening and stuff like that um but like i said they 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 do like this whole thing where deku like deku arrives in what's the city name oh oshio Oshio, like a different city, a different country, <clears throat> and they're stationed there while everyone else is in different parts of the world and stuff. Um, and while they're, um, they're kind of like, since they're like the bottom of bottom heroes, they're like the lowest ranks. They ha- kind of have to do basic errands, right? They're, they're new, they're newbies. Come on, I understand. Uh, but Bakugo is kind of pissed and stuff, like, it, you know, the way he is. Um, and then some like run of the mill like 
villains in that area, local villains. And, you know, they, the trio will always, like, you know, it's our job to just stop the heroes and stuff. And then, so they get into this whole little chase scene. It's really fun. Uh, to the point where it ends up somehow getting Deku, like, charged with 12 accounts of murder. And he's put on the world's wanted list. And I'm like, what the heck is happening? Why is this happening? I was, I was honestly confused. Um, to the point where once they reveal that the police chief of that city is corrupt and part of human rights, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Okay, that, that, that puts a lot of things in perspective. And one of the few notes I would have taken like uh, a second thought of has a reasonable like like reason to why it happened within a good amount of time where it's not like revealed later like oh oh that i wish you would have told us a little earlier but no it, it, it's a well-balanced thing right there <laughs> so then it goes into this like deku rudy like <laughs> escape from the country basically a uh, little road trip uh thing and this is where you get this little like song montage and uh for the most part yeah it was fine you know it worked you kind of had to you had to kind of like figure out how to do a montage of trying to escape the the country while being wanted for murder when and all while all this is happening uh human rise is getting ready to like do this global thing right and i like what they did with this story because they literally like set up 12 25 locations with bombs and i liked i liked the idea of what they did this villain like the 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 way they did this villain to like basically like gather every single hero in the vicinity to basically stop him but since they have they each have quirks and this trigger gas basically like like overpowers their quirks and then makes it go ballistic it's like a very it's a very interesting like concept over all these heroes are trying to save the individuals but you have to be in the air to save the individuals and it's like really crazy and to put it in 25 of the biggest locations where the heroes reside and on top of that you're, you're putting the 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 local the local populace hostage it is such a great villainous plan like i will not deny that and it makes it makes the like final like act really critical because it's one of these things where i don't like that they do like oh yes we only have 10 minutes before the bomb explodes or five minutes and i'm gonna uh, trigger the buttons and there's this countdown right so when the villain announced like yeah we're gonna explode the bombs in two hours and i'm like okay cliche sure why not but when they explain to why they do it because giving giving them two hours is also giving the 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 terrorist group time for uh, like them to like bring in all these heroes to start searching and putting them in the vicinity of these of the casualties and they know heroes aren't gonna like leave the populace like like helpless because everyone's just panicking it's a panic and it's great it's like a very very great like scene that's why i like it's it's given such a high score because the level of panic they do in this thing because of it such a being such a great premise for like terrorism like it works really well um then 
going kind of slightly a little bit back because they're they're being chased and Rudy has like this is where you get this weird Rudy thing where they don't really Deku and Rudy don't have much of interaction besides I'll protect you because they're being chased because of the case because it has like some secret like thing and you get some some like level of friendship and it builds decently well where towards the end like okay and since this is Deku is like it works it kind of works for what you need it for for a movie friendship it works um to where you get these moments where like the villains are hunting them since some of the human rights people have these quirks uh who see themselves as sick and all that it's 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 a weird concept they're like literally willing to sacrifice like there's some like super like crazy like um ones that are like literally brainwashed where they kill themselves and like holy shit wow they're really for the cause and there's some that like are willing to like yeah no i'll talk i'll talk i'll talk and then they get murdered by the other members like holy shit, it's a crazy group and i i will say one of one of my favorite villain groups um then kind of going uh continuing the story slightly uh they're they're on the run Bakugo and Todoroki are trying to figure out how to find Deku and this this whole thing they don't do too much stuff there they Todoroki and uh Bakugo's stuff doesn't equate much until like the final act which is fine you know it works they, there's not much plot for them to handle uh most of the plot is just watching the villains and everyone trying to like synchronize and being hunted and it, it works for this film um because when it builds up to the final act this is where it gets really interesting um where they have to like they, they don't know like where the they don't know where the final hidden location is where the villains are so they have to find these things and they do the two minute the two hour explosion like two hours and count now like okay so what are you gonna do you know what are you gonna do uh that's where uh Deku, Bakugo, and Todoroki, and Rudy kind of go to the, the hidden hideout to stop it and do your classic last stand, go all out stuff. And it's a it's a fun scene and crazy. Um, the villains they chose to do this entire thing. This is where one of my negatives go. When it comes to Bakugo stuff, I understand there's like explosions and stuff, and there's like smoke everywhere. But there's a few scenes for sure that are having those like smoke cover the entire screen it just for longer than it needed to be or when you're doing like this the weird swoosh uh where you just see like the blur version they did that a lot to the point where it's just more blur than action fighting scenes um like i said it, it was only slight slightly but it was a little frustrating at points when he was fighting these like two twin dagger people which was really fun and it was really putting him on edge uh to the point when they got their powers boosted like oh wow this is gonna be intense great um the fight with uh Todoroki and what was the name of that villain Leviathan oh I didn't even know his name was Leviathan uh what was his ability actually Scythe. It allows the user to create water twisters from its, his fingertips and horns on his head. The water twister attack covers an extreme, extremely wide range and pierces all objects like drill. Ah, uh, okay, interesting. So he just has the ability to control water. And okay, 
I I, under, I, I, got, I get that because there, there's the whole fight when they're in the water makes sense, but then there's a whole fire scene, but it might be because his ability got boosted too. Um, that fight was like not as ex explosive, I'll say, as the Bakugo fight, uh, but it is immense because Todoroki's finding this literally Goliath of a being who's kind of really putting him uh, on edge and literally finding him in like in like this like canal river to a waterfall and it's like literally pushing him to the edge and it's um like visually one of the like his visually one of the best scenes for sure uh besides like deku's fight because when when, when once that fight you get to the final fight with um deku and and uh uh flint what was the name of his name villain Flecturn? Yeah, Flecturn. With Flector. Uh, Flecturn? I'll just call him Turn. Uh, when he gets to that him, and you kind of get his ability, you're wondering like what his ability is because he's just kind of in this, you know, evil villain cloak and stuff. And when you find out his ability is to like reflect any like ability, actually his, as far as this thing it goes, his quirk is reflect. It allows the user to reflect all types of energy. He usually wears an exoskeleton device called arachnid that controls reflections, changes the direction of energy, and then maintains the balance in the air. So yeah, basically every time Deku tried to like like punch him it literally just reflected him off um so this kind of description was a little weird because he was able to reflect a lot more than just because he did a lot of the his like uh compressed air attacks and it was getting pushed back but when he tried to do like a solid physical attack it does more than that but maybe that's because of his um his equipment because you know equipment here uh does help a lot um and like it gets really crazy for sure like you not only is like Deku have to fight this villain who can reflect literally everything he's throwing at him but also like these lasers around and it's like really like one of the most intense fight and it literally puts Deku to the like literal edge and since they have like the timer slightly in the background like oh <laughs> yeah this is one of those things where you know the the, the the heroes are gonna win but to the point in how close and how intense and I'm not gonna lie it's like it pushed me to the edge and boy did this film yeah it did it did it, it was so great because it gets to the point where like Rudy Rudy betrays Deku and it has this moment and it it works well for this and this is where you learn like Rudy's ability and uh and like okay okay this is where we get it but it gets like like I said like for sure Deku was in disadvantage as far as the fight with Reflect because one he got shot with an error earlier he had to go through a bunch of mini fights and stuff like that to get to this point and then he gets like basically like he's like Deku is like running on adrenaline right now and it's like crazy so if he was fighting um turn it during like a peak it would have been like not over but it was intense because like Rudy kind of you know backstabs turn goes to try to turn off the doomsday device and then Deku's fighting uh turn like phase two um and Rudy almost like gets like literally almost murdered so you're seeing a nearly murdered like dying Rudy trying to make it towards the end like final stand just dr blood dripping and it's like oh my god that is so great so intense and then Deku's like fighting 
like he's like totally injured going and then just goes plus ultra and boy do they that scene it hits hard like it's like that's whew, such a beautiful scene of just Deku going ballistic then put because it, it to, when you get to this point of the fight and it's pushing reflect to his limit because you always people for if you remember back during the the whole um the whole uh what was it the, the academy uh what was it the the whole academy arc where the sports festival and they explain how quirks are just like muscles like if you strain them and push into the limit you're not able to continue doing it they're, they're like the body still has a limit and it, f- to this point turn never had to push his ability to the limit and deku pushed him to the limit and beyond and boy was this such a beautiful fight such a beautiful fight oh my god and yeah such it was good it was good and you know it closes off so uh you know they defeat turn rest him and everything the world is saved with just a few seconds to go oh such a relief to a, a great touching ending everything just like that for sure some of the most intense stuff like I, this is one of the reasons I like seeing, I like seeing and watching these types of films where you get this next level of like animation budget to uh, like series like this. When, when you see films like Dragon Ball Z and Naruto and the like get movies because they're just slightly in higher in budget and stuff and they have like their own like little like solidified story and you have to wait for so much so it can hurt it can hurt sometimes if the story's not fleshed out correctly or the pacing's off but when it's done right like this in um world end missions or world heroes missions it's fantastic it just it does whew. um but yeah those are kind of some of those points there's just uh, some, some some great stuff um yeah, kind of just gushing more about it. Wow, this turned out to be a lot longer. Like I said, let me know what you guys thought about it if you made it this far. So yeah, uh, if you made it this far, thanks again for listening for the after credits. So until next time, see ya.